Hello, all my beautiful people. It is time once again for another amazing episode of If You Give a Data Podcast. So this week I have with me the Director of Wrestling Operations from Wrestling for a Cause, Richard Pierce. Um, He was a great guest to have on. I had a lot of fun talking with him, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. Um, He had a lot of really cool stuff to tell and talk about. Um, So as this episode is coming out, there was already a show that we kind of talked about a little bit. Um, It happened on this past Saturday. So I'm not really sure what happened with it whenever uh, this episode airs. But, um, yeah, so if you want to go look up Wrestling for a Cause, they are a great company out of the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. They uh, put on some really killer shows for uh, wrestling events. And um, Richard Pierce is a very entertaining guy, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. For all the people who are here just to hear the Richard Pierce episode, welcome. I hope you enjoy what you hear, and I hope that you stick around and listen to some of the other episodes that we have to offer here. So, if you guys are as excited as I am, then let's get this show on the road. If you give a dad a podcast. Hey, Dad. Get back in your car. Go. (laughs) Get out of here. You can't be here. I wasn't about to call you dad, so. <laughs> Seriously? Just for the, you know, the, the work rate, brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, she said he looked like an old piece of leather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Supernatural, which is by far one of my favorite shows, and I will be talking a lot about Supernatural. I will be quoting Supernatural. Bro. I just remember because they also, everybody, whenever they came to the ring, goes, <laughs> What? Okay, before I get started, you ever had a design in mind and you wanted to put it on a shirt or a hat or a cup, but you just didn't know who to go to? Well, come on over to RL Designs where they make all of your custom needs come true. They make custom hats, they make custom shirts, they make custom mugs, they even do the tumblers and the glass mugs as well. They do key fobs even. They have great prices and they have a reasonable turnaround time. If you need anything custom, these are the people that you need to hit up today. You can find them on Facebook and that is at R&L Designs. You can also find them on Instagram at r&ldesigns19. They have a Facebook page. They have an Instagram page. They update it regularly with new products. You can also message them if you have something in mind. Hit them up today for all of your custom needs. Give them a like. Give them a follow. All right, everybody. So today I have with me Richard Pierce. He is the director of wrestling operations for Wrestling for a Cause. I reached out to him a few months ago uh, to see about getting him on the podcast. I see a lot of his content on Facebook and just social media in general, and it's uh, been very entertaining to watch. 
there was some videos that I found out that he actually did, and I got a laugh out of those as well. They were complete gold, and I am very excited to have him on today. So, Richard, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing great. Uh, you know, I just uh, just came back of a nice nice two week uh, refreshing vacation and ready to get right into it. Right on. Yeah, I know you said that uh, you had to. Had a long drive. You came back from Florida. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that drive from here to the uh, what they call the Space Coast. That's the Atlantic side of Florida, about halfway down the state. That's if if you were to do it straight, that's about a nineteen hour drive, and it's just it's Whew. it's a buster. I can tell you. <laughs> so you probably <laughs> had to have plenty of uh, music and podcasts and things to listen to uh, along the way. I'm oh, guessing. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's just. Uh, yeah, because just the monotony of the road. Okay, I need music. Okay, now I want to listen to something interesting. And now I want, now I want this. Now I want that. <laughs> yeah. So did you have to do it on your own? No, I, I didn't do this one by myself. Uh, my dad actually went with me. Oh, right on. Uh, you know, because I, I, he doesn't really get out much, and so I was like, well, you know what? Come along with me, and we go and we we visit. Uh, we go and visit family down there, and mm-hmm. uh, and he has a good time. It's just good for him to get out. So I, I wasn't alone. Right on. That's good. Uh, those long trips can. Uh, uh, I've done a few of the long trips by myself, and sometimes you wish you have somebody with you. So uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. It's nice. So you are the director of wrestling operations for Wrestling for a Cause. And That's correct. Yes. How did you get that title? Uh, well, uh, I just, I've been around a lot longer than people realize, uh-huh. and I know the right people and approached me, I probably about a year and a half ago uh-huh. and said, Hey, you, you've got enough experience under your belt. Uh, we want you to come forward and do this. We're going to re- replace who we have currently, and we're going to put you in because we need somebody to run things. Okay. And yeah, they just they approached me and I said I'll take the job. Well, that's cool. I mean, how long have you actually been in the wrestling business? I have been around. Oh, you're gonna make me think here. Uh, <laughs> I unofficially I made my debut. I believe it was 2007. Okay. Uh, the referee. Oh. And I, I did that for a while. Uh, then, after that, when they they thought I was ready, I I actually I got into managerial duties mm-hmm. for uh, for some of the guys, and I've just kind of done that ever since. I've I've had a handful of matches here and there. Yeah. But uh, managerial aspect was the part of wrestling that always really fascinated me, and so that's the direction I went to. Well, I, I remember when I was talking to you uh, on Messenger, you said something about a. Was it a Lego match that you had? Yes, yes. Uh, in uh, 2016. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, how does that work, and what is that exactly? Uh, well, basically, <laughs> it's a it's a standard wrestling match. Uh-huh. Um, but you, from what I was told going into this, we had to be barefoot, number one. Oh, no. And there were, there were Legos strung all around the ring. And that's basically you just have a match and you land on those Legos. Uh, I, I don't know if you ever stepped on a Lego or like a yep. Hot Wheel or something like that. Not pleasant. 
No, not at I, all. I don't. I don't recommend. But uh, that that's that is uh, that is a career highlight up there for me was being in that match. It, it was a lot of, um, but very it was different. <laughs> I should say that. <laughs> well, and I mean, as a parent, I know that's a very sadistic match because I've stepped on plenty of Legos with uh, my son. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had a little bit of experience going into it with that, so it it, it that kind of helped. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anybody that you pattern your character after? Because I know that uh, with wrestling for a cause and stuff, you uh, play a a heel character. Um, I actually haven't got to see you in person or anything, but I've seen a lot of your videos and stuff online, and you definitely play this character very well at, you know, doing what you need to do to get people to um, do what you need them to. So is there anybody that you have patterned your character after? Uh, I drew drew inspiration from a lot of different sources, a couple of them kind of odd. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll go. With, I'll go with the big two that everyone will, uh, you know, everyone that'll know off the top of their head. But uh, I was a big Bobby the Brain Heenan, yes, fan, and I was also a huge Jim Cornette fan. All right, when I was a kid. Uh-huh. Uh, the two of them, it, it fascinated me that you know these with these guys aren't wrestling, but all they have to do is come out and talk, and mm-hmm. this crowd just absolutely wants to hang them from the gallows, and all they did was talk. Yeah, it's like to me. And I was I was a small kid, you know. I, I was not big. There there were going to be no aspirations of me being Hulk Hogan or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something I could relate to because, again, I also had a smart mouth. It got me in trouble a lot. <laughs> uh, but uh, I also drew a little bit of inspiration because I kind of wanted to be a little over the top. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I, I know you're you're somewhat a centric so cobra commander was one okay yeah um and have you ever seen that movie the last dragon the last dragon it sounds familiar i i I probably have seen it but i don't remember it yeah if you get a chance go back and watch that and there's a villain in that movie named eddie arcadian okay and i drew a little bit off of him as well to just kind of put all these things in a blender and this is what i popped out with and it just it just snowballed from there Wow. So that was based off of a video game, wasn't it? The Last Dragon? Uh, no, it was actually... it was. Or did uh, they make it, it into a video on. game first, afterwards, I mean? No, I don't think they ever made a video game, because if they, if they did, I would have bought that. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's basically, it's, a, it's kind of an homage to the old 70s kung fu flicks, you yeah. know, like Bruce Lee. Okay. Things like that, but it has a... It was, it was produced by uh, Barry Gordy, who... If I remember right, was the head of Motown at the time, so it okay. has kind of a Motown twist to it. It's it's a really cool flick. I mean, you know, cheesy popcorn flick, but it's one of my top favorite movies. Well, I will definitely have to give that a look because I love those kind of movies. Um, oh yeah, I'm always looking for cool stuff like that. The reason why I asked about the video game, though, I could have swore I, there's a, a new friend that I just made. Um, my wife set up at an event and he had the booth right next to us and he had old video games and stuff over there and I thought I saw one that had that name so, but maybe I, I misread it or something. At first I was very excited because I thought it was Double Dragon but it wasn't. So. <laughs> yeah, now, see, now I'm going to go on the search because if I it, find something like that I'm definitely going to pick it up. Yeah, because it was on the, I, if anything it was like the NES. I mean that would be the right time period, wouldn't it? Uh, 
yeah yeah that would that would definitely put it in the right spot yeah um i'm i'm getting into i'm trying to get more of the older consoles and stuff um at as we're speaking, you know, I, I'm looking into getting a Super Nintendo soon and a Nintendo 64 again. I had one. I wish I would have never sold it, but I did sell it. So, you know, uh, all uh, of the... Do what? These things happen. I've, I've been in that same boat, and I've, I've kind of been piecing my uh, old console collection together over the years. <laughs> <clears throat> it's rough to do because there's so much demand for all of them now. Um Oh yeah. So I mean, they're really hard to find. Uh, luckily, I now have a contact with somebody who can get me most of the stuff that I want. And uh, my son actually went with me yesterday, and we went to a place that's in Fayetteville uh, called Arcadia, and they have like the old retro video games and stuff. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah you, I saw that. Yeah, you walk in, you pay five bucks. And you get to play as much as you want. They instead of having tokens and stuff, you just press a button to add another credit to it. It's really cool. Wow, well the stuff they do nowadays. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we actually got to play one of my favorite ones, which was one of the Ninja Turtle games that um, I, I remember playing all the time when we would go to like a, a CC's Pizza or something like that, and they had the, that there. The four player. Yes, the four player. Four player one. one. Yep. Oh God, I burned so much money on that thing as a kid. Man, I did too. Game. It is. It's a really <laughs> cool game. <laughs> and I I know they have a Nintendo version of that as well. And I, I played the mess out of that when I was younger. And so being able to play that with my son was, you know, kind of a dream come true because I didn't think I'd ever get to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. As we're talking about this, um, I kind of let you know about my pastimes and stuff. But what do you like to do in your pastime? Uh, well, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of bounced around interests, uh, over the years, but, uh, I, I am a huge fan of, uh, kind of the cheesy B horror movies. Okay. Um, I, I, I do, uh, I do watch a lot of those. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I am, I, or I, I dabble in comics. I know, uh, that's a, that's a big thing for a lot of the guys. Yes. Um, I used to do like sports cards, baseball cards, but I fell out of that. Uh -huh. um, but I, I have, uh, I have kind of started picking that up a little bit of interest uh, here and there. But with with the uh, the wrestling cards, because they put out some pretty cool sets. Yeah. Over the last few years, and so I've kind of we got a card shop here in town that I'll uh, I'll go every so often, and he just lets me dig through his bins, and I try to piece together a set. And okay, here I got one. You know. That's cool. But uh, yeah, I do those. Um, that's that's pretty much it right now. Um, until until something else kind of catches my eye, and I'll get into that a little bit. Right. I'm I'm kind of the same way. Um, I have a few things that I've started doing as well, and it's it, it just depends on what's going on. Like uh, I've kind of started the Funkos and things like that. Oh boy. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've done any of those, but they oh, can yeah. get expensive. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually I got into the Funkos for a while, and I've I think uh, the last time I even took a count on those, I was sitting in like four hundred something. Oh wow! Um, 
I've slowly been trying to whittle it down. You know, I'll sell them on eBay and stuff like that because I just one day I was just looking. I was like, "Good lord, what am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but uh, yeah, the Funkos that's that's quite an addiction, and there there's a few of the guys too. It's not just me. It's yeah. There there are some uh, avid collectors. Uh, I don't know if you're you're familiar with the Johnnies, but uh, I am. one of them is yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Johnny Dynamite is. Uh, quite the uh, avid fan of them and so we we've had extensive uh conversations about some of these things <laughs> yeah i was uh i was actually going to have them come over here to my recording studio and do an episode with me where we were going to talk about comic books and uh, they had some stuff that came up and they weren't able to make it uh, but I was looking forward to showing uh, Johnny Dynamite some of my collection that I have. I've got some of the... Uh, I actually have some Amazon specials, and it's uh, Mr. Oh, yeah. T and Hulk Hogan uh, as oh, a nice. set. And then I also have a um, Mean Gene Okerlund that's right there with it, too. So uh, I, I'm trying to get sets and stuff like that, too. But I, I love collecting those. They're a lot of fun. It's just like I said, they get expensive really quick. Yeah, yeah. I uh, w- when I did mine, I collected mainly like '70s and '80s icons. Uh, okay. One of the crown jewels I have is Burt Reynolds uh, from Smokey and the Bandit, the yeah. Bo Darvel uh, pop, and the others. The others that I do are like the the advertising mascots, uh, Twinkie the Kid, Kool Aid uh-huh. Man things like that i don't know i don't understand what my fascination uh with these were but i think it's uh it's a nostalgia thing yeah you know, these are things growing up in the 80s they were everywhere and it's and i don't know it just i guess it just kind of gives me a uh a flashback to to you know happy kid times simpler times yeah i get it man yeah, absolutely yeah. i i'm getting that way i have started collecting the so I'm a 90s kid, you know, uh, I grew up in the 90s, and so Power Rangers was a big thing for me. So oh, I've started yeah. collecting, uh, I actually have one, it's my favorite one, and it is the Green Ranger, but he doesn't have this helmet on, so you get to see his face and everything, so it's really cool, and that's probably my most favorite Funko that I have right now. Nice, yeah. I, uh, I'm not hard-pressed to put, hard-pressed to put a finger down on what, uh, what my favorite would be i i had quite a few of them yeah oh uh i one of my favorite sets was the banana splits if you're familiar with them that's that's going way back that's that's way before your time but <laughs> some of you older guys out there will know who the banana splits were the banana splits uh, okay I, yeah. I i don't think i know them <laughs> uh just uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's hard to describe, but uh, yeah, if you get a chance to check that out, just you'll probably be like, have one of these thoughts where you're watching it, going, "What? What am I watching? Can I get that 15 minutes back? This was very odd." <laughs> I just, when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, these are these are pretty cool." Of course, when I was a kid, they were playing them in reruns because they're from like the late 60s, early 70s. Oh, okay. I remember them. Okay. So, oh. uh, something you said a minute ago is that you collected uh, for a little while. You did the. Um like sports cards and stuff like that. Did you play sports and stuff yeah. when you were in school? Uh, no, not really. I was, uh, I was very, uh, not athletically inclined. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I, I would do, uh, I would do like the track and field days and stuff like that. 
mm-hmm. a little bit of baseball here and there, but uh, as far as anything else, I just, I don't know. I liked it, but it just not enough to really do like an organized little league type of thing or anything like that. It just never you. really interested. Yeah. I get that. I, I wasn't much of a sports guy myself. I did try football for a little while and stuff like that. It wasn't my thing. I was more into the art and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, I, 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 uh, I did a lot of art uh, when I was a kid. Used to draw all the time, stuff like that. So, yeah, do you still draw? Ah, uh, no, I, I've tried to here and there, and it's just, I, I think it's one of those things. If you don't use it, you lose it type of thing. I got you. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I constantly, I would, I would draw like Iron Man or Robin stuff like that. Yeah, uh, when I was a kid, I still have some sketchbooks left over. It's like, oh wow, I didn't, I didn't do too bad here. <laughs> um, and then if I tried to do it again, it's like, well, here's a stick figure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Hang that on your fridge, kid. There you go. But uh, yeah, um, even though I, I, I still I, I go to cons and I'll buy artwork because there's some phenomenal artists and stuff uh, for myself. You know, maybe one day I'll pick it back up and kind of get the knack again. But uh, yeah, right now it's just. <laughs> Here's some shapes and, and, you know, lines. Here you go. Yeah, no, I get you. <laughs> so I kind of do want to get back into some of the, uh, the the wrestling side of what you do because that is sure, one yeah. of the reasons why I did bring you on and everything. Um, so as we, I was talking before, I know you do play um, kind of a heel character. Uh, do you have mm-hmm. a favorite storyline that you have been involved with? Uh, yeah, I've had a, I've had a couple of storylines, uh, that I've really, really enjoyed uh, being a part of, uh, again, going back to that, uh, that 2016, there was a, uh, there was a company that I worked for, uh, here in Tulsa for a while. That was, it was, it was a big company. Mm-hmm. Um, but the storyline on there was, I, I was the head of Pierce Inc. Okay. And which was a, a stable of, uh, just a collective of people that I, I got I managed to turn from fan favorite to heel and they aligned with me because when you lie with when you align with Pierce you go places yeah uh, but that that group included uh, the Canadian Red Devil okay um, Skylar Slice mm. okay uh, Nathan Estrada we had a guy uh, Jesus Rodriguez Mr. Chale he was in there with us um, and then uh, that that was that was like the main um, the main core group going in, and then we we interchanged members here and here and there uh, over a couple years period. Uh, Stephen Cruz was in there at one point. Ern Stokes, um, Samuel Savage was there, and just a lot of Rich, uh, Richie Adams uh, was in it for a while. Uh, Jake O'Brien, oh. um, just uh, there there was quite. Uh, quite a long list and and it yeah. was a very long storyline that uh culminated and it was a, probably a two-year story with basically that intertwined me and the canadian red devil in it mm-hmm. um that uh culminated with that lego match it was me versus him and i'll let everyone know i won that by the way um, <laughs> <laughs> uh and then Basically, it was a, well, I can't beat him, I'll join him type of thing. And we had quite a tear. Uh, people just absolutely hated us. And uh, you've probably seen uh, CRD, uh, some video of maybe Magic stuff. People love him. 
so to have him flip like that, people were just seething, and it was great. Um, yeah. My uh, and my other my other one that's right up there with that has been any time that I've been with uh, London Calling, uh, mm-hmm. Doug Chagan and Richie Adams, uh, and those those two guys I have managed, uh, been around in one way or another uh, since they pretty much debuted, and and I I debuted right after. Dutch and right before Richie, so we've all been the been in the game for about the same amount of time, and wow. we've always, for whatever reason, we have such great chemistry that uh, promoters tend to put us together, and it just works. And I absolutely love every minute I'm with the two of them. That's cool. Right on. Now, would you say that that uh, feud that you had going on there would that have been your favorite feud that you've had? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I would put that. I would put it there, uh, near the top, if not the top. I've, I've had quite a few, but that one is, that one is just very memorable because it got physical. Right. Yeah. So I'd like to give a quick shout out to my newest sponsor for the show, Manscaped. If you're anything like me and you get a little bit nervous when it comes to manscaping or trimming things on your body because you're scared that you might nick something or cut something off, then this is the product for you. Um, I know from experience that this works. They have the skin safe technology on their lawnmower 4.0 and I don't have to worry about having that problem anymore of hurting myself when I'm trying to manscape. So they have that along with many other products. I also have the weed whacker which is good for getting the hair out of your ears and hair out of your nose. It's just great products. They work really well. The lawnmower 4.0 is actually waterproof, so if you would prefer to use that in the shower, you can. Um, it works amazing. If you guys want to, you can go to Manscaped and get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the promo code DADPOD20 at manscaped.com. Once again, like I said, go out, get these products. They actually work. I use them, and they work amazing. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code DADPOD20. Is there anyone that you would love to work with that you haven't been able to work with yet? Um, oh, I'm trying to think. There's so many people that I, I actually have got to work with, even even for a couple of shows uh-huh. uh, that I got stuff with. Um, wow. Wow. Uh, Dan Weber, if you're uh, you're familiar with him, he's he's a he's a new kid. I I would have loved to have had him come along. Yeah. Uh, you know, quite a few years ago, and and uh, done something with him. Uh, Toxic masculinity, the Johnnies. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've, I've we've had interactions and stuff, but as far as a managerial capacity or anything like that, I would have loved to have. Uh, <clears throat> done something uh with them in that capacity but you know everybody loves them now so <laughs> um but the, those those two guys there i cannot say enough good things and they yeah. they would have uh they're on the bucket list of uh of people if, if just spitballing right off the top of my head they're they're probably near the top yeah um that i would love to do something with but uh, but they're also they're also a couple guys that they they work fine on their own they they mm-hmm. 
they really don't need that managerial influence. Uh, but, uh, you know, if they just really wanted to be just, just greasy heel jerks, you know, you throw a manager in the mix to just make things even worse yeah. you know, for the crowd. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, I, I would, I would put them up there near yeah. the top. They are, they're really good guys and they're very talented. I've got to see, so I've seen Johnny Dynamite wrestle twice. I've seen Johnny Lightning wrestle once and that was with them in a tag team. And, uh, they mm. were extremely entertaining, you know, um, oh, they yeah. were supposed to be coming across as a heel in that match that I saw. And like you said, people cheer for them, you know, because they are highly entertaining and, uh, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's one of those where people just don't want to boo them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that happens sometimes. Uh, right. They're, but they're just, for as young as they are, and, and this is the impressive thing with them, uh, with as young as they are, mm-hmm. they they just, they get it. Um, yeah. Just how they how they train and how they got into it, Some somebody, I don't want to, I, I don't want to say a name because I'm not 100% sure who trained them, so I don't want to, say the wrong person and not give credit to who actually did. I think but, it was JJ uh, that trained him. The JJ? Oh, well, uh-huh. then that, that, that makes a lot of sense on the entertainment factor. Yeah. Um, but they're just, for as, as young and, and basically green, because I, I think they've only been in it a little over a year, but right. they, they get it. Yeah. They understand how everything's supposed to work, and it's just, you don't get a lot of that. So it's, it's, it's like it comes natural to them. And yeah, and but they're just phenomenally entertaining. So yeah. I, 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 I hope to see really good things for them. They've got, you know, if they stay healthy and everything, they've got quite a long road ahead of them, where they can do some really cool stuff. Oh, I definitely agree. And you know, the one thing is, is they've uh, kind of got that psychology going for them as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. not just the moves, and you know the the uh, spunk, I guess you could say, that they have, and their charisma that gets them over, but they do have that side to where they can bring the psychology into what they're doing. Cause I, I have got to see some of the, the videos and stuff. I, I love that, you know, wrestling for a cause and, uh, mid States and some of the other ones have the videos that they do after their shows. Cause you know, for people who haven't been able to go, they can kind of get a taste of what's going on. Um, without, you know, because, I mean, it's it's a little ways drive for me, so I haven't been able to make it to any either one of those. My goal is, by the end of the year, I want to go to a Wrestling for a Cause show, and I want to go to a Mid-State show. Yeah, but, and both are both great shows. Oh, definitely. You know, I've, I've had uh, Jason Jones on. I've had Tim Rockwell on the show, you know, and I, I, I've talked to these guys multiple times, and they're great people. And I, I've got to see both of them wrestle as well. And so, you know, I know that they have large fan bases uh, with the people that they, uh, with the towns that they work with and everything. So I can just imagine what it would be like going to a show. But with going back to what I was saying, uh, just seeing the way that they have been able to bring out some of their little videos and things like that, they have the psychology side of it that you can see that it's not just doing it for this there's actually reasoning behind it and you know you got to make yeah. sure that that is trained and taught whenever you're you've got these new guys coming up yeah yeah absolutely uh, i've always likened it to uh when i've watched uh 
some shows and, and even some things I watched on TV, uh, I always liken it. And I, I tell this to some of the younger guys, um, you know, I'll try to, I'll try to spit out a little piece of advice when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my things I say, you know what? I can go to any bar on a Saturday night and watch a fight. Right. But why are they fighting? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I just leave it at that and, you know, let them ponder that. Well, why are they fighting? Because mm-hmm. randomly do it. Anybody can do that. But why? And, right. and that's always uh, with wrestling. The, the story aspect is always what hooked me. Yeah. Um, so I, I am a big, uh, I, I like characters. I like story driven things. Um, well, I mean, that's a big like, part of it. You know, you can't have, yeah, yeah. you got to give them a reason to care for what's going on. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you're not, if you're not giving them a reason to, you know, nobody's, nobody's going to give a darn. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're having a match. They do. Yeah. Oh, flashy moves. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but I, you know, and it doesn't necessarily have to always be for a belt either. It, it could just be a grudge. You know, two guys just don't like each other because, you know, you wronged me two years ago or something or, or whatever. I mean, something, anything, just give, give the crowd something to bite onto and get invested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. And with you being, with what you do, psychology plays a big part in your side of things. Um, do you, with, with the people that you work with, are you the one that's molding that side of it mostly? Or is it more a group effort? Like, I, I know that in like some of the other companies, they have like people who actually produce matches and stuff like that. Do they do that with Wrestling for a Cause as well? Uh, yeah, uh, there, there, uh, there is. Uh, it's a group effort, mm-hmm. um, but there, there are a couple people, and then they're, they're one of their sole responsibilities is to, uh, okay, th- this is what I'm looking for, right? Um, and, but they'll, but we have the freedom to, you know, they say this is what I'm looking for, but it's up to you to figure out how to get to it, right? And so we'll sit and, you know, me, Dutch, and Richie will sit and brainstorm okay what about this what about mm-hmm. this and then we'll go through hey what do you think about this and go i like that that's good keep it in and uh they just a, a lot of the times because me dutch and richie have been around for quite a while now we're basically we're basically trusted to go ahead and uh to do what you, you know, need to do yeah here's your bullet points yeah just get get us there that's cool. um, same thing when they want me to do a promo or they want me to film something, they, they give me bullet points mm-hmm. and I've always been a really good ad libber, uh, stuff like that. And that's what I'll tell them. I said, look, I'm, I'm horrible at like memorizing things. You know, if you want me to, if you want me to say something, only give me a couple things because I'm probably going to forget. Um, but just tell me, give me bullet points. Is this what you want? And I'll work around it. I'll, I'll make it work. I'll get it out there. And I'm, 90% of the time, I, I have had a couple moments where I just, okay, I'm, for whatever reason, the brain is not firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, but it eventually works itself out. So, But it, it is a group effort. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've got guys basically just, yeah, this is what I want, and we get it there. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. You know, I, I love that it is a group effort because, you know, 
I, I know that in other companies that's been a complaint is that it's this way and this way only, you know. And uh, yeah, and you, you can't do that. You, no. Uh, there's some guys out there that are they're they're pretty darn creative. Right. And if you try to do that to them, it it kind of stifles them. And and I have seen people that you know, after after a while of that, they just kind of like, eh, I don't even know if this is for me. They just they come in and they phone it in and they're like, okay, well I'm done. Yeah. It's like you know they lose a little bit of that spark, and uh, that just kind of kills me to see that happen. Yeah. Um, you know you gotta let you gotta let some of these guys have a little bit of creative to them. You know. Right. Well, and you can also tell whenever it gets to that point because you, it's almost you can see that yes, they're just going through the motions, you know, yeah. and there's no real um, drive behind it anymore. So the storylines almost feel hollow. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, and that's, that's a shame. Yeah. Um, because a lot of the times when that does happen, that's, it's like I said, they just, because they're being stifled a little bit. Right. How is it working, uh, with, uh, I've had Tim Rockwell on the show and, uh, how is it working with him? Uh, Tim's a great guy. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I've managed him a handful of times back uh-huh. in the day. Okay. Um, but he he's another guy uh, he he's an old vet he gets it right um he uh when i first started going to the local shows when i when i got into there i should say when i re got into this cuz about the mid 90s i got into some stuff around here and then i fell out for a long time uh-huh. and then i started going back um he was one of uh him and bernard funk were a tag team called texas inc and they were managed by big stevie caballero okay and I became kind of an instant fan because he was just such a jerk, um, but turned out to be one of the nicest guys. Yeah, <clears throat> him and Bernie both. Mm-hmm. And uh, but he's uh, he's been around quite a quite a while. He's got a feeling for it. He's and he's been around people that have been in in it longer than he has. Right. Um, and he's he's always been uh, he's always been a good guy to work with. And when he developed the the wrestling for a cause brand so to speak uh-huh. uh God, 11 years ago now we're coming up on 11th anniversary uh, yes. this week as a matter of fact saturday yeah um yeah um he just he found something that gave him a, an extra drive to do things and it's just it's really taken off um but he he's really the the driving force behind all that and i i just i'm glad to see that he was able to find something that makes him incredibly passionate about wrestling uh, right. other than just wrestling. Yeah. Um, and so it's good to see, but yeah, uh, working with him, working with Tim's great. Um, he pretty much takes the reins off of me because he knows, because we have known, known each other for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he knows and trusts me enough to, to get done what I need to get done. And that's right. always a nice feeling to, to know that, you know, somebody trusts, trust the hand you the ball. And right. run with it and, yeah. and he's done that with me several times and yeah. it, and it's always seemed to pan out um but yeah overall uh, tim tim's a great great guy to work with yeah yeah i've enjoyed talk every time i've spoke with him he's always been you know amazing guy to talk with so yeah uh, yeah so i want to switch gears here a little bit um so i haven't really got to ask a lot of people this but i would like to maybe see if maybe you uh, have one that you can talk about. Is there a rib that you, like a good story of a rib that happened that 
you can maybe talk about and tell. Oh, uh, you know, it's it's like I've seen so many of them, but I don't have one that <laughs> sticks out. Uh, the the one that I remember the most, it was just completely horrible. Uh, <laughs> okay. If you're if you're familiar with uh, C. M. Burnham, he's uh-huh. the uh, he's our commentator at WFC. WFC. Uh-huh. Uh, and I want to say and this has been several years ago, but somebody. I can't remember who it was, but basically, oh, Burnham died. Oh no! And I know, and this is where I'm like, this is absolutely horrible. Why would you do this? And it snowballed. Well, Burnham is a is a teacher by trade. Uh huh. And he he's like, students started calling my house at like three in the morning. My phone was ringing off the hook, waking oh, me up. Goodness. <laughs> and it just. Yeah, of course. About a day later, like, oh, I'm sorry, no, that just that totally went like completely out of control. Um, of course, now, you know, years later, it's it's turned into a running gag. Yeah, you know, we've had uh, we've had Zombie Burnham show up at somewhere I can't remember where, <laughs> um, and, and somebody's always just uh, making some reference every so often. About every few months, you'll hear somebody make a crack, and he'll just kind of yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but that that's the one that sticks out the most uh, just because of the sheer awfulness yeah that uh, that's that's a crazy one to have yeah that that a line may have been crossed there yeah for sure but, uh but you know every everything was fine and it, it panned out so um and it hasn't happened again i think you know somebody somebody's like okay you know maybe we better not do that anymore okay um yeah but uh, other than that, it's just it's mainly just telling somebody something, and then they, they just completely just so gullible they buy into it, and you don't <laughs> let them know. Uh, and then afterwards, like you son of it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, or it's even just saying things to each other. Like uh, if you're familiar with Mike Isles, uh, the Kingpin, uh-huh. um, he 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 comes around every so often. Him and I. Throw jabs at each other all the time. It's all in good fun. You know, I'd, I'd punch you in the Adam's apple if you had one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll just say horrible things to each other, and but uh, it's always in good fun. That's good. So, have you actually have you gotten any real heat from anybody uh, from doing the characters that you do? Um, well, not that I know of. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure I probably have. Um. But nobody's uh, nobody's ever tried to like come at me or anything like that. Which you That's know good. maybe I'm maybe I'm not doing my job right. <laughs> that hasn't <laughs> happened. But uh, yeah, I can't really. I, I'm sure I have, but not to the point where somebody's just absolutely seething, just wanting to rip my head off, right? Thing. Um, which I guess in hindsight is a is a good thing. That is, um, yeah. But, uh, you know, when I do go out in, into the crowd and and uh, during shows, I'll even come out at intermission and just kind of walk around and, and just just give people the business. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, uh, come out, I'll, you know, one of my favorite things to do is strike up just, you know, what's a civil conversation with somebody and, mm-hmm. and, and they're going along with it. Oh, yeah. And then just flip it, you know, with like a Don Rickles insult right at the end. 
and then it's like they they look at me like you suckered me in and you got me and I'm like ah that's yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do um but uh, as far as actual heat where someone just absolutely has hatred for me I, I i don't think i have that and if i do no one's ever told me yeah well, I, I and I also just wondered, you know, if you've ever had a fan who's, you know, gotten to that point where they've gotten in your face. Because I know some of them don't realize that, you know, it's just, you know, a job, you know, that you're telling a story, you know. And so I didn't know if maybe you'd had a fan that had done that either. I, I you know what? Now that I now that I think about it, yes, I did. I had one guy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. There, there was one guy that he absolutely hated me and I, I can't believe I forgot all about him and I, and I think you know God bless him I think he's passed away since and I, I so hard pressed I can't remember his name but he came to every show and, and, and we ran weekly uh-huh. uh, at that point where, where the place I was at and he was at every show and, and there there was one there was one time and all we had was just a rope separating uh, oh. us from the crowd uh-huh. Um but uh, I would come out, and of course, as soon as I walk through that curtain, my mouth's already going 90 miles a minute. Now I'm already looking at the crowd. Okay, who, who's who's going to catch it? Somebody's going to catch it from me. Uh, but this guy, I I can't remember what I said to him, but he he just got irate with me. He got up out of his chair, and this and he was a big dude. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy probably was two of me. Oh. Um, well, which might not be saying much because I'm not a big guy, but right. But you know. He was just a huge dude, and he he looked like he wanted to kill me. Oh no! And so, <laughs> like you know, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna jawjack this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but who's around me here? Okay, I'm, who am I coming out with? Oh, Cruz. All right, I'm, I'm gonna kind of stand behind you, Cruz. But I'm gonna I'm gonna jack this guy at the same time. <laughs> type of thing. That's um, the best hill move ever, ever too. So yeah, and and that was a legit one because if this guy got his hands on me, I'd probably be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, now now that I'm sitting there going through my memory bank, there, yep, there was that one guy. So, uh, yeah, That's a funny. couple of nervous spots with him. Yeah. So, do you have anything that maybe you want to announce that's coming up? So, when this airs, I uh, the anniversary show will have already happened, and I know you have the match um, to where you could become be becoming the president of WFC. Um, what all uh, do you have coming up? Uh, well, actually, no, I won't become the president. Uh, I've I put Rockwell's ownership slash presidency versus my directorship okay uh it's okay. for all the marbles all yeah. the marbles um yeah um a lot of is is uh it's very high stakes mm-hmm. um he's handpicked his team mm-hmm. i have handpicked my team and we're just gonna let the chips fall where they may all right um but yeah th- this one's for all the marbles and uh, uh, should should my team happen to lose, I am no longer the director. Um, but uh, you know, I've been in this position before. Uh, there have been a couple, there have been a couple moments where I I did uh, I lost a match where loser had to leave Oklahoma. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just uh, for whatever reason I forgot about that one until just now. 
there was another one where if London Calling had lost, I was fired. Um, and they lost that one, and I was fired, but I always find the loophole to worm my way back. <laughs> so, but uh, this one, I, I do not believe that uh, firing's in the cards for me. I will just no longer be the boss. Okay. Um, which, you know, we'll we'll see what happens from there. I, I always find a way. I so. got you. I got you. So if people want to follow you, how can they do that? Just search for me. Really, the only social media I have is my Facebook account. Okay. Um, you know, people can go just, just look for Richard, P for Richard Pierce. I'll be the strikingly handsome guy uh, wearing a yellow sport coat and carrying a Union Jack or a British flag, for those of you that don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty much where uh, all of my stuff is. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really dabble in uh, anything else. Okay. So I have one more thing that I want to ask you, and this is what I was talking about to you earlier before we started recording. All so right. I had a question. I, I give the opportunity. I let people know in advance who's going to be on my show and uh, give them the opportunity to send in questions and things like that. And I did have one question that came in for you um, this afternoon. And it All says, right. um, why is Tim Rockwell a better leader than you? Well, that's very debatable, sir. Uh, <laughs> um, wow. Why is Tim Rockwell a better leader than me? You know, Tim Rockwell's never led uh, London Calling to a championship, so I'll leave it at that. Uh, you know, I, Tim. Tim's a really good leader. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I, I think I've got enough chops to give him a good runner-up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if I were to be completely honest, uh, I, I would put him, you know, maybe a couple of inches ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, to tell you who it was, it was actually Tim who sent me that. Nice. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that, that, you know what? Makes total sense now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a jerk. Oh, well. oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, let him have, I'll let him have that one. That was good. Yeah. Anyways, man, so it has been just great having you on here. I am glad that I was able to get you on. I'm glad that you were able to make it back in town safely because I know that it was all, you know, up in the air until you got back home. So I'm glad you were able to make yeah. it. I, like thank I said, you, I, I enjoyed talking to you and uh, I can't wait to see what you do in the future. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's, there's going to be some exciting stuff. Uh, you know, people, just tune into wrestling for a cause uh the, you know the facebook page there's always videos mm -hmm. you can usually find me dabbling in something in one of those things so but this has been a lot of fun thank you very much for having me yeah and is there anything that you would like to maybe say to your fans before i get you off of here uh well you know if, for for all half dozen of my fans out there um <laughs> You know, just just keep coming to the shows. They just keep getting better. Come support a lot of this phenomenal talent. Yeah. Uh, WFC, uh, uh, Core Professional Wrestling is another one. Uh, mm -hmm. Mid States, uh, UWO. Uh, there's just there's a whole slew of them out there that just has really phenomenal talent. Uh, you know, guys and gals that go out there and and bust their chops to just put on the best show they can. Right. Uh, come on out, show your support. 
um, you know, it's one of the things that we look forward to uh, as performers is to come out there and let you guys just have a good time for a few hours, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much at the end of the day, that's what it is. Did, did we entertain you? And hopefully, uh, hopefully I've done that. I know several uh, of the other people have done that. So yeah, just pretty much that's, that's the period on it right there. All right, man. Well, you have a wonderful night. And like I said, I can't wait to see what you do next. All right. Yeah. It's always a surprise, man. All right. Have a good night. You too. Thank you. Bye. A yabba dabba doo. This is a Cat's Pajamas, a.k.a. Cat's PJs. And I'm the host of Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Well, what is it that I got at the radio show, you may ask? I've got everything from live interviews with various people from wrestling to bands and musicians and artists and artist collectives. We talk all things, conspiracies, scary stories, and uh, fun random music facts. You can check me out on Spotify at Cat's Pajamas Radio Show. Got a really killer playlist for all of you as well. Or you can find me on Instagram, Cat's Pajamas123. So I hope y'all go ahead and give that a listen. And a special thanks to uh, If We Give a Daughter Podcast for putting me on. Much love. Appreciate it. Fascinating people, fascinating places. The weekly podcast available on all major platforms. I definitely knew I was going to be an astronaut. That coronavirus is a work of God. There's a huge conspiracy at work. There were a number of spies. It straddles fantasy and reality. It ain't so funny once the rabbit got the gun. Uh, here's the way that about. You're not a Christian, you're a liar. All right, everybody, I hope that you enjoyed that episode with Richard Pierce. He was a wonderful guest to have on. Um, I enjoyed talking to him a lot, and uh, we actually had quite a bit in common that I didn't even know. So, yeah, I really enjoyed um, having him on. It was a lot of fun to talk with him. So, as I'm recording this, I am home sick. Um, I have COVID. So... um, I will not be having an episode come out next week. Um, I have postponed um, both of my recordings that I had scheduled, and uh, I will try to reschedule them for later, um, maybe in the month. Or um, I, I know I said I was going to take some time off in November and December, and I might not take off time in November so I can get those uh, scheduled to come on. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys enjoyed this week's episode. If you guys want to follow me, you can always do so by uh, looking me up on social media. You can find me at on Facebook at IYGADAP, which is If You Give a Data Podcast acronym. Or you can just look up If You Give a Data Podcast. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, and that's at Give a Data Podcast. 
And you can also follow me on Twitter, and that's at DadPodcast11. Um, yeah, look me up on any of those. If you guys want to send me an email, you can always do so by going to um, GiveADadAPodcast at gmail.com. Um, I look forward to hearing from you guys. Sorry that I have to take a week off, but I've got to get myself feeling better. Um, this is actually this is the second time I've had COVID. Uh, this time has actually hit me a lot harder than the last time did. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be in bed for the next week, uh, it feels like. So, uh, you know, uh, just uh, say a prayer for me, and uh, I will see you guys when I get back. Um, I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week, and I will see you next time. Bye. This is kind of exciting for me. I've never done one of these, so... Oh, well, this will be a lot of fun. This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network.